Whereon Windstrom wanders the northern regions of Faerun. He looks to aid rangers and keep the wild areas safe from evil beings, all in the name of Myliki. I'm Ben Dignan, and welcome once again to Religion in the Realms. To start, I'm just going to go over the pronunciation of Gueron's name. I'm doing this more for myself because I know in past episodes I have messed up his name when I go to pronounce it time and time again. His name is pronounced Gueron Winstrom. Do not be surprised if I place too much emphasis on his name throughout this episode. This is just me trying not to make mistakes going forward. Titles Gueron Winstrom goes by the following titles. Master of Tracking, Master Interpreter of Woodland Signs, The Tracker, The Tracker Who Never Goes Astray, and The Mouth of Myliki. Gueron has no aliases. Portfolio and Domains Gueron Winstrom's portfolios are Tracking, Interpreting Woodland Signs, and Rangers of the North. Gueron's suggested domains for 5th edition are Knowledge and Nature, though I would push for war, while tactics and combat prowess are not his main purview, rangers have to know how to fight on top of their capabilities out in the wild. Appearance and Manifestations Gueron Winstrom is a tall and muscular human male. He is never seen without a shirt on, even in cold weather. The other attire he wears is specifically chosen so as to be able to travel practically and comfortably through the region he is in. He has both a long and white beard and hair. Both seem to billow and whip around him as if there was an invisible wind surrounding him. Gueron is never seen without his two primary weapons, a great sword and a long bow. Gueron wields a great sword he has called Flameheart. Flameheart is a plus one greatsword, and is also enchanted with the ability seen on Flametongue magic swords. His longbow is a plus three longbow. He has two quivers equipped as well, one which is full of arrows of slaying, and one filled with mundane arrows. His quivers seem to produce an infinite supply of both types of arrows. Gueron might give out one of his arrows of slaying to a ranger who is tasked with seeking out a particular enemy. Gueron has three known manifestations. The first manifestation is that of a small cloud of fairy fire that encircles a previously unseen clue or sign for those tracking a creature or creatures. His second manifestation is appearing as one of many different types of woodland creatures. When a ranger or tracker comes across some unknown sign of a beast in the environment, Gueron will send a manifestation of that beast before the individual so that they can put together what it is that they are tracking. His third and final known manifestation is the sudden appearance of a faint human footprint in the ground bearing some semblance of Gueron's holy symbol on the heel of this footprint. This manifestation serves to guide individuals back on the right path should they become confused and or lost. Gueron can communicate his favor or disfavor through the appearance of various creatures. These include various herds of herbivores, various birds, usually crows, magpies, and blue jays, 
fairy dragons, and pseudo-dragons. Gueron will use herds of animals to ruin a trail being pursued if need be. He will use birds to either misdirect or direct someone towards a trail. Abilities Gueron Windstrom travels to the use of the Windwalk spell, though I get the impression that rather than turn into a gaseous form when making use of the spell, instead Gueron's Windwalk is some alternative version which allows him to stay in his humanoid form as he travels through the air. This is given the description in a source book describing his long hair and beard whipping around him as he travels via Windwalk. While proficient with all weapons, Guaron is specialized in the use of longbows and great swords. Given his specialty in hunting down trolls, Guaron has a significant bonus to attack and damage rolls against them. Coming as no surprise, Guaron has otherworldly tracking capabilities. He's capable of tracking flying creatures through the air, creatures who teleport, and creatures who move through different planes of existence like the ethereal or the astral planes. If need be, Gueron can plane shift himself, and only himself, into a given plane to track his quarry. No normal spells, abilities, or otherwise which would normally cause someone to become lost have an effect on Gueron. The only way he can become lost is if another divine force intervenes. Personal History Centuries ago in Faerun, an exact number of centuries are never given, Gueron Winstrom once was a mortal human man who was dedicated to Myliki, his patron deity. So proficient was he as a ranger, he slew an avatar of Malar and many different manifestations Malar brought about on Faerun. For this, Myliki elevated Gueron from a mortal to a demigod. During the time of troubles in 1358 Dale Reckoning, Gueron went after Malar. Like the other Faerunian deities who resided in the Outer Plains, Malar was brought down to the surface of Toril as punishment from Ao. Nobunayan was able to defeat Malar first, and Malar fled to the northern regions of Faerun. There, Gueron unceasingly never lost Malar's trail, pursuing him until the deities were allowed to return to the Outer Plains. Presently, it is known that Gueron patrols the north of Faerun on a regular basis. In particular, he is often seen around Tribor, the High Forest, Cormanthor, and the Evermores. Why it is that Gueron Winstrom has such a deep hatred for trolls, I do not know. I did not find any stated reason or past event in his life which would have given him cause for such an animosity for trolls. Trolls are certainly evil, brutish creatures who inhabit wild spaces, so this might be justification enough for Gueron to seek them out vehemently. Personality Gueron Winstrom is a neutral good demi-power both in 3rd edition and in previous edition terms, and now in 5th edition terms as well. Gueron is a quiet and reserved power. He is ever helpful though, especially when it comes to aiding rangers dedicated to himself and or Myliki. Gueron has a preference to lend his aid and or instruct through example rather than with words. He is not easy to anger, but once he is angered, it is a hard fire to put out, so to speak. This is especially true when it comes to the pursuit of trolls, or probably even the servants of Malar. Personal Realms In the Great Wheel Cosmology, which is the model for 1st edition, 2nd edition, and now the assumed default uh, cosmology for 5th edition, 
Gueron Winstrom resides down on the primaterial world. The place he is most associated with, and even then I would be hard-pressed to consider it to be his realm, is Gueron Slumber. This stand of trees, whose leaves retain their autumn colors indefinitely, is said to be the place this demi-power comes to rest, though that is more hearsay than it is actually fact. More so, Gueron has been seen both entering and leaving the stand of trees over the many years he has been active, to the point that this is considered to be the closest thing he has to a home. I found no description of what it is like on the inside of Gueron's slumber. I like to imagine that it has illusory qualities much like Myleki's realm, the Grove of the Unicorns, that I described in last episode. It appears to be a simple, though magical, stand of trees to almost every observer. However, say Gueron was to allow one of his faithful to view for what it truthfully was, the stand of trees might reveal itself to be a proper, forested realm composed of these trees. Likewise, there may be a direct two-way portal to Myleki's realm here, so Gueron can make his way back and forth easily between the Prime Material and the Outer Plains. In the World Tree model used in 3rd edition Forgotten Realms, Gueron Winstrom's home plane is listed as the House of Nature, though it is stated that he moves freely and often between the House of Nature and the northern regions of Faerun. He has no realm established on the House of Nature. The House of Nature is a plain full of wilderness without settlement or fortification. Here animals and humanoids live in a peaceful coexistence. As time progresses, the humanoids here take on animalistic features and eventually turn into celestial animals themselves. This plane is protected by the neutral good celestial anthropomorphic beings known as Gardenals. For the 4th edition World Axis Cosmology model, there is no sources that indicate where Gueron might reside or have his influence felt. Allies and Allegiances Gueron Winstrom's primary ally and superior is Myleki. Gueron completes many tasks that are given to him by Myleki. Gueron also is the intermediary between Myleki and the rangers who serve both of them carrying messages between the two groups. By serving Myleki, Gueron indirectly serves Sylvanus, Myleki's own superior. Gueron is then allied with the two other demi-powers who serve Myleki as well, the Rue and Shialia. From there, Gueron has other allies both in other racial pantheons and in the Faerudian pantheon. These include Arvarine, Bervan Wild Wanderer, then Marl Mysterine, Shondakul, Nobanayan, and Solonor Thalandira. His allies in the halfling, gnomish, and elven pantheon have been formed as a result of the closeness of their portfolios with his own portfolios or Myleki's portfolios. In particular, Gueron's reclusive personality has allowed him to become closer to Finmero Mysterine, the elven deity of Elcast, than any other elven deity in the Seldarine. Enemies Unsurprisingly, Gueron's two chief foes are Malar and Vaprak. Malar and his followers do much to cause problems for the good and neutral line powers who hold the force of Faerun so dear. Bat and Gueron and Malar have clashed in several different ways in the past to leave an everlasting enmity between the two deities. Then given Gueron's hatred towards trolls, Vaprak, the deity of trolls and ogres, would likewise hold an animosity towards Gueron. Deity and Avatar Staplocks 
The second edition stat block for Gueron's avatar can be found in the Powers and Pantheon supplement. Symbols In the Faerunian Pantheon, Gueron's faith has two holy symbols. The first is a burgundy S that has a five-pointed star that rests over top the top curve of the S and an animal paw print that rests over top the bottom curve of the S. The second symbol of Gueron Winstrom is a white five-pointed star found at the top heel of an upside-down brown paw print. Central Dogma from Faiths and Pantheons, a third edition supplement. Quote, Intelligent beings can live in harmony with the wild without requiring the destruction of one in the name of the other. Embrace the wild and fear it not, because the wild ways are the good ways. Keep the balance and learn the hidden ways of life, but stress the positive and outreaching nature of the wild. Do not allow trees to be needlessly felled or the forest needlessly burned. Live as one with the woods, teach others to do so, and punish and curtail those that hunt for sport or practice cruelties on wild creatures. End quote. Presence of the Faith Gueron is worshipped by mostly druids, rangers, and troll hunters in Faerun. Though he does not hold many worshippers, and they are limited to the northern regions of Faerun. By worshipping Gueron, these folks are worshipping Myliki, and thus are part of the Mylikian faith. By praying to Gueron, rangers know that he will relay their messages to Myliki, who can seem distant and mysterious at times. Likely this holds true more so in present-day Faerun, with the edict put in place and agreed to by the deities of Faerun to uninvolve themselves more than ever with their worshippers down on the Prime Material. Those who follow Gueron Winstrom tend to hold a lawful good, neutral good, or chaotic good alignment. Gueron's faithful do not so much venerate him as much as they do try to emulate him, continuously trying to improve their capabilities out in the wild. Those of you far more familiar with Drist de Urden can likely comment far better than I can on the various associations and relationships he has had with Myliki and Gueron Winstrom. From the barest amounts mentioned in source books, he was taught the ways of the ranger by his mentor, Montolio Dubrushi, and thus became a worshipper and follower of Myliki and Gueron Winstrom. From there, I really do not want to comment any further on what source books and novels say on this relationship, because it treads into spoiler territory. Hierarchy and Structure of the Clergy The faith of Gueron Winstrom is by association a part of Myliki's faith. Those who are clerics of Gueron Winstrom almost always multi-class into ranger. Responsibilities and Duties of Clergy and Worshippers Much like the clergy of Sylvanus and Myliki, the faithful of Gueron Winstrom strive to maintain the balance between the wild world and the developed world. This means they protect the developed world from the evil and dangerous creatures who live in forests as much as they protect the innocent and goodly creatures of the forest from the selfish and evil creatures and folk from the developed world. Orders and Priestly Bodies the Fellowship of Stalkers of the Silent Path are a body of rangers dedicated to Gueron Winstrom, though they are drawn from the ranks of Myliki's clergy. This group are the protectors of life within forests, striving to maintain the balance of nature. They live only in the woods, instruct others how to do so, and punish those who hunt and trap purely for sport. Their duties on a day-to-day -day basis consist of familiarizing themselves with and patrolling the paths and trails out in the wild, 
honing their skills as outdoorsmen and trackers, and observing and reporting on the movement of the dangerous monsters and peoples throughout their territory. They can be called upon by the faith of Mailiki or a local settlement to find fugitives, dangerous creatures, or lost travelers. Some of this order will attach themselves to a given militia, military body, or mercenary company to serve as scouts. They may be tasked with traveling to a region hit with famine and doing what they can to hunt and gather the needed food to provide for the affected population. Appearance and Dress The stalkers of the Silent Path dress comfortably and practically for the given environment they carry out their duties in. They show a preference for supple and sturdy leathers and comfortable boots. Male members let their hair and beards grow freely, though keep them combed. Female members let their hair grow freely as well, but wear it in a loose braid. Whether it's some divine influence, members of the Stalkers of the Silent Path rarely ever seem to go bald, and the men can grow full, long beards. Their formal ceremonial clothing either has a patch sewn onto it that depicts Gueron's symbol, or the symbol is sewn directly onto the outfit. The color of this clothing is always in season with that of Mailiki's faith. A large number of the stalkers of the Silent Path have a blue or brown tattoo of a five-pointed star. This star is seen in both known holy symbols of Gueron, but it is said to also acknowledge their dedication to their organization. When adventuring, the stalkers of the Silent Path dress according to their environment. The outfit that they would wear is very similar to what they would wear ceremonially, though the colors are far more, are far more muted. They will try to accommodate the seasonal colors of Mailiki's faith in their trim and accessories, but there is a need a lot of the times to remain inconspicuous and hidden, so that need overrides the recognized colors of the season. Much like Gueron, the males will go about bare-chested if the weather is accommodating. If practical, the stalkers will wear soft moccasins or go barefoot. Rituals Clerics and druids dedicate to Gueron Windstrom, pray for their spells at dusk. The holy days in Gueron Windstrom's faith are the same as those observed in the Mylikian faith. Please refer to the last episode where I cover Mylikian, where I talk about these holy days. The faithful of Gueron are expected to leave a sign of thanks to Gueron after they complete a tracking mission successfully. They do this by forming a circle on the ground with footprints from their right foot only. General Locations of Places of Worship Gueron Windstrom's faith has no temples. Though there are shrines to him to be found at trail markers through the wild regions of northern Faerun. These small shrines often only have the carving of one of his holy symbols upon a tree face or stone face. Often, though not always, small shrines or small altars dedicated to Gueron can be found off to the side of Mylikian places of worship. Altars to Gueron are usually nothing more than a natural boulder with one of Gueron's symbols carved into it. Specific Places of Worship The most holy site for the faithful of Gueron Winstrom is Gueron's slumber. This stand of trees is said to be where the demigod comes to rest, though it cannot be said with any certainty whether Gueron actually rests here or not. And certainly does not sound like anyone say Gueron and the creatures who live here naturally, around or within the stand of trees, has ever been inside. The only truth to the matter is that there is a pattern, though he is rarely seen doing so, of him entering or leaving the stand of trees. The leaves of these trees are always in their autumn colors, never changing nor falling. This holy place is found just to the west of Tribor, 
There is no true religious structure or shrine here, but the Mylikian faithful come here to pray. Those who sleep in the woods surrounding Goron slumber are said to be given direction by Mylikki. No one, as far as it is known, who has come here with the intention of seeking an audience with Goron is ever met by the demigod. There is a policy in place at Tribor to not allow anyone to touch or cut down the trees that make up Gwaron slumber, nor are they allowed to hunt any creatures in the woods that surround it. A local militia from Tribor patrols the area in an attempt to enforce this policy, especially if trolls or orcs make their way into this forested area. Character Options The following is a breakdown of the features that I think someone deeply involved in Quaron and Windstrom's faith as an acolyte or otherwise would have for their background in 5th edition. For your two skill proficiencies, there's nature and survival. For your language or tool proficiencies, there's the woodcarver's tools and the herbalism kit. For your equipment, there's the acolytes from the player's handbook and the outlanders from the player's handbook as well though using some of the gold given from the Outlander background to start off with a holy symbol. For your ribbon feature, I would either take the Acolyte's Shelter of the Faithful feature or the Outlander's Wanderer feature. Next is a list of subclasses that I would think to be thematically appropriate for an NPC or PC to take if they are a worshipper of Gueron in 5th edition. For the Barbarian, there's the Path of the Totem Barbarian in the Player's Handbook. For the Cleric, there's the Nature and Knowledge Domain Cleric, as suggested from the Player's Handbook. But as I mentioned near the top of the podcast, I'd also say War can fit Gwaron as well. For the Druid, there's the Circle of Moon and Circle of the Land Druid from the Player's Handbook, the Circle of Dreams, and the Circle of Shepherd Druids from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. For the Fighter, I probably would take the Champion or Battlemaster from the Player's Handbook and apply skills and an appropriate background to make them more ranger-like. For the Paladin, there's the Oath of the Ancients Paladin from the Player's Handbook. From the Ranger, all the Ranger subclasses apply. This includes the Beastmaster and Hunter from the Player's Handbook, then the Gloomstalker, Horizon Walker, and Monster Slayer from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. For the Rogue, there's a Scout from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. For the Sorcerer, there's a Divine Soul Sorcerer from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. For the Warlock, there is a Celestial Patron Warlock from Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Dungeon Master Options To start off this Dungeon Master Options section of the podcast, I always like to start by going through a list of monsters and available 5th edition sources that are applicable to the given deity. So for Gweron Windstrom, in the Monster Manual, there's the Awakened Shrub, the Awakened Shree, the Fairy Dragons and Pseudo-Dragons, after that, there are the many woodland creatures in the Monster Manual that would all be tied to Gweron, and then rather than just leave them, list them all here needlessly, just know that if it's a woodland creature found in a woodland environment, Gweron and his faith would make use of them. From the Horde of the Dragon Queen, there's the Golden Stag. From Dungeon of the Mad Mage, there's the Crow. From Explorer's Guide to Wildfount, there's the Guardian Wolf. And finally, from Waterdeep Dragon Heist, there's the Falcon Stab Lock. Just as I cover monsters, the next section covers NPC stab locks that are applicable to Gueron and his faith. From the Monster Manual, there's the Acolyte, Priest, Druid, and Scout. 
I failed to mention earlier, when it comes to spellcasters, feel free to take the spells that are given to them in the source books and then swapping them out for spells that are far more practical and thematic, and thematic to the given deity that they are faithful to. From Mordekind's Tome of Foes, there's the Tortle Druid. From Volo's Guide to Monsters, there's the Arch Druid and the Archer. From Out of the Abyss, there's the Emerald Enclave Scout. From Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, there's the Druid of the Old Ways. From Storm King's Thunder, there is the Wood Elf. And finally, from Tomb of Annihilation, there is the Tabaxi Hunter. Next, let's talk about magic items. Quaron's belt is a belt made from white human hair that has been twisted and braided to look like a rope. It is not said whether this hair comes from Quaron himself or otherwise. This belt allows the user to cast Windwalk once per day and grant any melee weapon they carry the flaming property, as well as giving it a plus one bonus for 12 hours. This magic item can be found in the 3rd edition supplement Magic of Faerun. Guaron's boots are described to just be a pair of sturdy and comfortable boots. They grant the wearer the effect of a continual pass without a trace spell, so long as they are worn. Also, no scent is left behind by the wearer as they travel with the boots on. This makes it near impossible for anyone to track the person wearing these boots. Guaron's boots can be found in the 3rd edition supplement Magic of Faerun. Much as I do in every episode, I will go through 5th edition sources and pick out those items that I think are most applicable to Guaron's faith. From the Dungeon Master's Guide, there's the Arrow Slaying, Boots of Elvenkind, Boots of Striding and Springing, Boots of the Winterlands, Bracers of Archery, Cloak of Elvenkind, Eyes of the Eagle, Serpentine Owl, and Silver Raven Figurines of Wondrous, of wondrous Power, Flame Time, Specifically, the Great Sword variety. Gloves of Swimming and Climbing. Goggles of Night. Heward's Handy Haversack. The Agility Ion Stone. The Awareness Ion Stone. The Sustenance Ion Stone. Gyogtum's Ointment. Manual of Quickness and Action. Necklace of Adaptation. The Oath Bow. The Oil of Sharpness. Periapt of Proof Against Poison. Potion of Animal Friendship, Qual's Feather Tokens, in particular the Bird and Tree. The Quiver of Elana, though changing the name here to a name more specific and in line with the Forgotten Realms, not one that's specific to Greyhawk. The Ring of Animal Influence, the Rope of Climbing, the Rope of Entanglement, the Staff of the Woodlands, Talisman of Pure Good, Weapon of Warning, Plus one to plus three longbows, and plus one to plus three greatswords. From Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, you could reskin the Simic Guild Signet and reskin the Selesnya Kirun. From Tales from the Yawning Portal, there's the Eagle Whistle and Wand of the Tangle. From Ghosts of Saltmarsh, there's the Charm of Plant Command. From Xanthar's Guide to Everything, there's the Bead of Nourishment, Bead of Refreshment, Boots of False Tracks, Horn of Silent Alarm, Unbreakable Arrow, Walloping Ammunition, and the Rope of Mending. Alright, thank you for listening to Religion in the Realms. If you're interested in keeping up the release of future episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow the podcast Twitter account at Realms Religion. These episodes are also uploaded to YouTube as well. 
Audio versions of the podcast can also be found on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play Podcasts. If you wish to get in touch with me with any questions or just want to chat, my personal Twitter is at shizembrace, or you can send an email to realmsreligion at gmail.com, all in lowercase. For those who are interested, I have posted a link in the video description to a Discord server I have set up. For audio listeners, you can find the link to the invite pinned on the podcast Twitter page. In the next episode, we will be starting our look at three out of the four Gods of Fury. I say three, given that before I reorganized the schedule, I covered Umbrilli in the past. This was back when I was doing the Faerunian Pantheon in a randomized order. Usually, if there is a leader of a given deity group, I will start with that deity first. But with Rhyme of the Frost Maiden on the horizon, it either just recently haven't come out or about to just come out, depending on when I release this episode, I feel it is better to get the episode out on Aural instead of Talos as soon as possible. My intentions are to put out the Aural episode without any details from the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden in it. Then follow up with a small little bonus episode sometime after to document anything significant that is said about Auro and the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, and also to allow folks to kind of opt in to listen to spoilers that are present in the newest adventure module. Until next time, may Timora look kindly upon your dice rolls, Helm protect you, and Lathander light your path. Music for this episode, Silver Flame, by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0.